welcome to this special on the new X Games Real Moto video series. And while I sat here wondering if I would even do this little wrap up because, well, it's simply better to watch six riders put their one minute, 30 seconds of action footage together. And that'll tell a better story than I could ever do with words on a podcast in audio form. But then I figured maybe some of you haven't even had the time to watch them yet, and this just might spur you into checking out the clips and voting. As you can imagine, as I sit here watching these six freaking awesome clips, I'm also sitting back and relaxing with an almost freezing cold Rothaus Tannen Zapfler alcohol-free beer. Definitely the best way to get on with a day's worth of work, watching moto videos, keeping my fluids up, and I'm not going to get dehydrated. Not a bad job, really, watching videos and talking about it and having a Tannen Zapfler beer to go with it. So what is X Games Real Moto all about? If you've never seen it before, nope, it's not something born out of the coronavirus times and having a video comp while everybody's locked down. While that would make sense, it has worked out perfectly for the six contestants to keep them motivated. It's been going on for a few years now, and while I would much prefer longer video clips for all the effort that everyone puts into it, I guess it's much easier in this day and age for everyone to watch with the shortest attention spans in human history. Basically, the idea is to jam as much action into a small amount of time and get everyone pumped on it enough to vote on the X Games website. And this year's writers are Vicky Golden, Colby Raha, Josh Hill, Jacko Strong, Cody Webb, and Corey Creed. Basically, as soon as the videos came out, I watched them one after the other, just like I'm sure you all would have done as well. And so my first impressions, without actually thinking about the subtleties behind each clip, these are my top three picks straight away. And of course, Colby Raha for his clip, which just made me want to go out and jump on my bike and go for a ride. Exactly like how I felt when I was a kid watching Krusty Demons movies. And that's the essence that his clip brought for me. Jacko Strong, of course, stomped the craziest stuff without a doubt. And no one is going to come close to the multiple X Games best trick gold medalist in freestyle motocross. Jacko is all about innovation and he stepped it up big time at his home compound. Corey Creed was actually my third pick and I know some of you will wonder if it's because he's an Aussie and I'm just being patriotic because there's not that much writing in it. But actually, I really like the production of this video. It looked like he took the total budget of every other video and then doubled it. I have no idea if that's true or not. It just looks so slick as hell. But that was just my first impression and I gave my first day's vote to Jacko Strong. And then, you know, you can vote every day on the X Games website. So maybe I might change my vote on day two and the other days. So let's check out all six clips and break them down because they are all freaking sweet in their own way. And I wish they were all more than one minute 30. Kicking things off with multiple X Games medalist Vicky Golden, who talks about her motivation being compared to the guys, but very quickly she puts all of that to shame with the intro of her clip looking more like a full motocross movie montage with her supercross skills and an awesome song to boot. 
Then it's time to head out into the hills and she's on the shovel, throwing down whips I only could dream of doing. There's no bum whips in this video clip. The rolling green hills at sunset looks so good, but I guess the clip was more about being the first woman to stomp the front flip no-hander. With plenty of crash footage, the text at the bottom of the video also says she had two broken wrists from this film, and she gets back up and puts this trick to bed by landing it before the final credits roll. I have no idea what type of front flip ramp this was. Maybe it's from Nitro World Games. It's only that it, this thing looks like it just shoots her to the moon and she's getting a super fast rotation. So, you know, it's not hard to work out that if you come off on this ramp, no wonder she had broken wrists during filming. But it was landed clean and to top off the video, she proved everyone wrong and that she could keep up with the guys. But to be honest, that was never really a question for me because girls can do anything and especially when you see what Vicky Golden does, it shouldn't have even been a question, but she answered it anyway. Because I'm not going to be doing whips like she did and I'm certainly not jumping that damn cheetah ramp. Especially after seeing on Instagram where she had two fractures in her L5 vertebra at the same time as well. So with all of the pain, the broken bones, Vicky still got the job done. Next up was one of the clips I really wanted to watch again. Colby Raha's choice of I'm a hooligan just felt like I was about to watch Twitch riding in those old Metal Militia videos back in the day. And there was nothing like opening with jumping the ramp at Manny's yard and going for what I'm guessing is about 250 foot from the ramp. And then he lined up the dirt jump, which is over 200 foot as well, if I remember correctly, and then whipping the hell out of that dirt jump as well. Then it turns into a compilation of sorts with urban riding with a plethora of little ramps to pop wall rides and staircases and whatever else. Then it's sand dunes flipping in the hills. It basically looked like a segment from On the Pipe, which funnily enough would make complete sense as Jay Schweitzer came in to help on this clip. Then Colby goes back out to jumping trains again at the 1 minute 15 mark. This time with a little ramp set up, clearing the train, which looks so damn good and pretty much only a handful of guys in the world who would even attempt it. I'd actually say he didn't need the ramp to boost him so high into the air to clear this jump, but it definitely looked good and it looked better for it. Then finishing the whole video with that grind down the rail. Although it's not huge, it's definitely technical to scrub your sump plug across some steel and it just shows his background in BMX coming through into the moto. And I'm guessing if he screwed that up, it wouldn't have been pretty. He would have been getting slapped straight into the concrete with a dirt bike on top of him. But since Colby won the 2019 X Games Real Moto with Tyson Trainer, they definitely had to up the ante this time if they were going to take out this series two years in a row. Then it was time for Josh Hill, and I've been seeing heaps of electric moto clips on Instagram from him lately, and he gave us 25 seconds of awesomeness showing where the future is headed, when we ultimately all will probably have to go electric, at least the majority of us, as everyone just keeps complaining about two and four strokes making too much noise, blowing too much smoke, and tracks getting closed down. 
The thing that really looked the best for me was watching Josh get around on that skate park in silence. Of course, I'd rather hear a two-stroke, but you'll be picked up pretty much in no time by the cops. And at least this way, this is where the electric bike has the obvious advantage, and he just destroyed it. After throwing in a bit of Supercross transfers on the Yami 450, the best bit, of course, was hitting that sand quarry and practically turning it into his own Supercross track, which was so damn gnarly, especially timing those doubles to perfection on those little piles of sand. Well, he timed those better than when he timed his first backflip because, yeah, he basically went to the moon and threw that bike away, but he stomped it just before fading the clip out to black. After watching this clip again, I think I might be moving it up into my top three just for the raw riding experience, even if half of it was on an electric bike. The next clip didn't inspire that much confidence when it opened with the gravestone showing FMX RIP rest in peace, something that gets thrown around a fair bit. And it looks like Jacko Strong is trying to send a message in this video. Flying out of the grave, Jacko is straight into the double-double dirt line, which if I'm not mistaken is an area on the Strong Farm that I rode about 10 years ago. And I remember that pretty clearly because I overjumped the shit out of my first jump there and thought I broke my ankle. The sound of the didgeridoo over the base while Jacko's one-hand seat grab flipping the dirt jumps just gives this feeling that something big is about to happen. And of course, with Jacko's penchant for fire, he rips a perfect court overflip in the pitch black only to be lit up by with what looks like to be those farm machinery diesel tanks which holds about 5,000 litres of fuel and they've just gone up in flames. What's crazy is Jacko stomps the first ever dirt-to-dirt front flip. It looked just as clean as if he does it off of a metal ram. And there's no cheater rocker in the dirt. Funnily enough, the front flip was actually the first X Games gold medal Jacko won in 2011, and now he has just stomped it in a full dirt-to-dirt setup in 2020. Of course, he couldn't just go straight into the next major trick on dirt, so the filler if I can call it that, was jumping over a stunt plane in slow motion because, well, why not really? But with 15 seconds left, you know something big's coming when Jacko's got a shovel on a pretty damn steep dirt lip. And basically, it looked like a perfectly shaped dirt version of a super kicker. He rips around a double backflip, pretty much, again, almost as clean as he would do from a steel ramp. And what's even more interesting is that there was a shot fired across the bow of Luke Ackerman's dirt-to-dirt double flip from Dirt Diggers in 2019 by putting in the text, World First Dirt-to-Dirt Double Flip. Technically, Luke's double flip was definitely done from a dirt takeoff and landed on a dirt landing and claimed last year. But since I was there and we were making this jump for Luke at that event at Dirt Diggers, we had to throw down mesh and use two-foot stakes to even keep the mesh in the ground because it was just so damn sandy on that location. So if you want to be absolutely technical, while Luke's double flip was done from a dirt jump, there was mesh added, which does give grip, but it was also purely only used 
to stop swing arm deep ruts after a couple of jumps. But then on the other hand, Jacko did it on hard packed dirt, no mesh, no nothing. What are your thoughts? Who claims as a real dirt to dirt double backflip? Is it kind of like the the Kerry Hart backflip where he did the first one ever but just crashed out and uh, I don't know. This this one's up to you guys. What do you think? Anyway, there you go. That was Jacko's clip. What a way to finish his clip. It was so good from the guys working under the Headstrong Films banner. Cody Webb's video was always going to be different as well from everybody else's and that's what makes this real moto competition so good. It's basically putting together an old school terra firma video of 45 minutes jam-packed into nine. For starters, Webb must have been the first rider in a real moto video clip to feature a Sherco enduro two-stroke bike which definitely added a different sound to the whole clip. As he was racing through the forest, I was starting to think, yeah, this is like terra firma, watching Guy Parrot, that crazy dude going through the woods, if you remember those videos, like 15, 20 years ago. But then Cody steps it up by doing that really cool tire tap on the tree after jumping from a rock. I have no idea if that was the first attempt or if it was one of many, but I'm guessing you wouldn't want to screw that up. And it looks like it would definitely hurt if you catch the bars or a foot peg or anything else. You'd just get slapped for a minuscule mistake. But as a trials and enduro cross champion, I'm guessing it's a walk in a park for him. The clip is definitely all about displaying pure balance and skill on a motorcycle as he's constantly bouncing up boulders and only on the back wheel for most of it. He could probably run one front tyre for the full season as it barely touched the ground. It wasn't really a clip of huge jumps or tricks, but it was one of being one with the bike, basically, and doing things that most of us wish we could do. Last but not least, it was Corey Creed's clip, and I was really looking forward to this one after seeing some of those little teaser clips that came out before all of these videos were released, where you could see he was doing something on this huge X Games quarter pipe. So naturally, you would assume this would be the focus of his clip since he's picked up an X Games gold medal for it. But this clip was again completely different to the other videos. The production value just looks so much better from the outset as it looked like a Hollywood film. Basically, since that's the kind of work Corey's been doing for however long, and actually he was writing at the Hollywood stunt driver shows on the Gold Coast in Australia at the Warner Brothers Movie World. To really make this video even better, he teamed up with Alan Hardy, who has been involved in FMX in Australia since almost the beginning and has really carved out his own niche in video production, and it shows in this clip. In the first 45 seconds, it's about 95% dropping patches in his trusty Holden Ute, and his bike is tied down. Sorry, uh, a pickup truck for those of you who don't know what a ute is. It looks more like a full street chase in a lethal weapon movie. Cars hitting tractors, flipping over, sliding the ute out, enough to fender tap the low-lying corrugated iron roof of a shed. But at the 46 second mark, that's when the tray finally opens up and he just jumps off with his 450 straight in to the quarter pipe and sending that huge alley-oop in the opposite direction to Axel Hodges, who only just sent it 
a couple of months ago as the first time ever. It must really be a thing for the Aussies at the moment with all the bushfires of late, but Creed was completely set on fire and then sent the quarter pipe again before cooling off after skimming the bike over the water, bidding it and magically coming up for breath out the front of the Gold Coast in the surf. Technically, there was bugger all riding in this clip, but I think this speaks more to Corey's background in stunt work and just making a freaking cool 1 minute 30 video and showing something brand new on the quarter pipe, which seems to be the hottest property in FMX these days. Actually, some cool behind-the-scenes info from this clip. Corey said on that first attempt at the lake skim, his air filter caught fire and suffocated the bike out between the two safety checkpoints. He was 100% fueled up, he couldn't breathe, he was choking on the smoke, and actually it burnt his neck pretty damn bad and he thought he was going to die. After the first team's fire extinguishers started to run out, it wasn't until Team 2 turned up with fresh extinguishers to finally put all the fire out. He was rushed off to hospital and got out the next morning with third degree burns. And if that wasn't enough, on the first attempt at the alley-oop, he was completely knocked out. Ten minutes later, he was back up, he went for it again, and he landed it. So with two bikes burnt, one at the bottom of a lake, I'm guessing his mechanic was pretty damn busy getting them all back into action. Hopefully we'll see a behind-the-scenes video from Corey as well on Sunday or Monday, and I'd love to see some of the gnarliness that went on behind the scenes there. So there you go, a wrap-up of all six videos from the X Games Real Moto 2020. Who's your favourite? Or at least, who's in your top three? Or did you just vote one person differently every day because, you know, you just didn't know who to give it to? I think for me, it's going to be tough to beat Jacko's clip where he just steps up FMX to another level again. Whether it's in front of a crowd and for millions of people live on ESPN, or if he's just doing it at home, there aren't many riders who can just push the limits like Jacko does year in, year out. And it'll also be hard to beat last year's winner, Colby Raha, who just puts out clips that make you want to throw your helmet on and go for a ride. So that's it from me. If you haven't seen the clips yet, stop listening to this podcast and jump on YouTube to check them out right now. If you have seen the clips already and you still listen to this wrap-up, I am genuinely impressed. If you liked it, let your friends know. It would be a huge help to spread the word. If you didn't like it, probably best not to share that part, but you can let me know. I'm always stoked to hear from you guys on what you like and what you don't like from each of the episodes as it has helped guide and change the podcast series already in its short lifespan so far. You can tune into the next interview on the podcast. I'll hopefully have a special guest from this Real Moto series to talk about how they created their clip. After you've finished voting on the X Games website, there's another website you should check out and that's rothouse.de. R-O-T-H. AUS.de. There you will find out even more information on the Tannen Zepfler range of beers from Germany. And although it's German born and bred, you can find a Tannen Zepfler alcohol free beer in almost every corner of the world. 
I have links in the show notes for different countries. And if you can't find yours there and it's not in your neck of the woods, just shoot me a message on Instagram on Writers Lounge Podcast and I'll send you in the right direction. So thanks very much for tuning in and we'll see you again soon.